Hello, and welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. I am your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your other host, Soli Hommel. And we're going to take you through 31 scary movies through the month of October, like we do every year. But for the first time this year, we're going to do it entirely in audio format. We like to mix it up every year. One thing you need to be aware of is that we will be employing a truly ghoulish number of spoilers throughout all of these reviews. So if you haven't seen the movie we're reviewing, maybe don't listen to our podcast until you do. We highly recommend you check them out and watch along with us. It's going to be fun for everybody. I mean, how could it not be? So if you're ready and you've watched the movie, please step inside our lair and let's begin. Did we pick this? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a good thing to say. (laughs) Little Evil is a 2017 film rated TVMA that is, I think it's a Netflix original. It was. We watched it on Netflix, of course. It's 94 minutes long. It's rated 57 on IMDb, which strangely, it's rated 91 by the Rotten Tomato critics. So way off base. One of them must be. And the Rotten Tomato audience, though, has it down at 46. So... It's those Rotten Tomato critics that are out of place. See, we're back to that situation where the critics, the professional critics, and the actual people who watch movies totally disagree. And that will be interesting to find out whether we're professionals or not. (laughs) (laughs) But today's a very special episode because we have guests in the studio. Yay! Okay, (laughs) will you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Amy McLean. Hi, I'm Colin. Colin and Amy are cousins, friends, gaming buddies, and every year we torture them by making them watch a horror movie with us. Two they for two. love it. It's the highlight, really, <laughs> of, the year. of the whole year. Yeah. yeah, great. Which goes into why this movie was the one that we picked tonight. So uh, last year, I feel like we almost broke Colin. <laughs> 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 We brought out The Devil's Rejects. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we, we had them watch The Devil's Rejects after I really talked up House of a Thousand Corpses because it's still probably my favorite horror movie ever. Five out of five on our patented rating yeah. scale. Yeah, that was when I very clearly understood that our movie tastes aren't quite the same. <laughs> so, so you guys did not rate uh, Devil's Rejects five out of five. No. I remember it was a little t- too hardcore just to be hardcore. And maybe it just wasn't a good movie, you know. No, that's not it. (laughs) Well, no, see, I feel like I gave it a 4.5, you gave it a 4, Amy gave it a 3.5, and Colin gave it a 2. A 2. Yeah. It was not the right movie. So, anyway, this year, because I want him to continue to come back and do this from, from year to year... I, I, I was trying to pick something that was a little more friendly for everybody, I guess. A little more family-friendly. Family-friendly <laughs> sure. TVMA. Um, I, yeah. I was trying to find something between The Devil's Rejects and Castle Transylvania, which was the request. <laughs> I, I feel like this was kind of a pretty good compromise, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not listed as horror on IMDb, no. so we could not watch it. No. Um, Okay, so we ended up watching Little Evil. First line, first shot. First shot is a tree at night in the rain. Blurry. Blurry, yep. Then it, like, clears up, pans over to a house that's lit up inside. 
uh, and a woman comes racing out the door. Like that's the that's the beginning of the movie. It, it's a few seconds in. She wore, runs around the house a little bit before she shouts, "Gary!" And that's the first line. That is a good line. So. Okay, so let's start with with one of our classic pieces that we're using this this month. Favorite lines. There were quite a few good lines in this movie. I think so. What does everybody have a favorite favorite line? The the one that stands out for me is uh, he's not Satan. He's just a portal to Satan. And good parenting, it's about keeping that portal shut. <laughs> and that's good parenting. <laughs> that's good parenting, that's right? Parenting. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yes, that's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so you I, have familiarity. I, I feel like that. I, immediately identifies you guys as the parents in this group. <laughs> yeah. It's another reason to choose this movie is the recognition factor. Yeah. I had a couple. Uh, one in particular I liked when Gary's friend Al was saying that... Uh, now all the kids are going to want a burning clown for their birthday. Their birthdays. <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And I liked when it started raining blood and Gary was just like... No, it's raining blood, Sam. Not cool, Lucas not cool not cool i wrote that one down too i wrote a lot of them but right at the very end was the one that just got me and it's stupid it's really stupid and really far out of left field and that's why it got me it was both punch really well like when people run up to them in churches (laughs) which was true that's exactly when they punch well yeah it's very specific Yeah, Gary took out the cultist slash CPS lady who was played by Sally Field pretty quickly. Yeah, we the second time this month we've seen cultist slash CPS person. That's true. What was the other movie that Oh, June, yes. Who was also a child possessed by the devil, basically. Right? Something like that. In a cultist ritual. A lot of parallels there. So many. Also, also Yes. So <laughs> that mom though right like oh okay i spent the whole movie wondering if she was in on it or just or a just really stupid right yeah she was yeah, yeah she played it really body yeah. paint yes and something always happens like a freak mulch accident <laughs> and i think she truly was just that naive mm-hmm because even at the end, after everything was done, I've, there was something that she said as they were like walking away where I'm like, oh, you still don't understand, do you? <laughs> it was interesting. I think that's hardcore refusal to accept the truth. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, okay, so you guys have several children. If, you're, if one of your children had been acting like that, like, would you have just been defending them to the core? Or would you have been like, I am pretty sure... You are possessed by the devil. I would defend them completely, but at the same time, probably think that they're from the devil. <laughs> but as a parent, I wouldn't be able to say that out loud, even if I believed it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm not going to lie. Right? That's what they yeah. say, right? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. As a non parent, that is terrifying to me. <laughs> <laughs> but on the very, very small chance that they're not the spawn of Satan, you will mess them up a lot if you call them the spawn of Satan. That's true. It's true. It's a big true. problem. It's a challenge, it's, which is really what this whole movie was about. It's the challenges of parenting. Yeah, it took an interesting turn at the end. It, he was not supposed to stab the kid. That's a twist. You know why? Because he was the key master. 
And there was a gozer in there too. There was yeah. a gozer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was. There was the sign. He was asking for a sign, and the sign was written in sky writing. Mm-hmm. Love. So obviously, in that universe, God does exist, because mm-hmm. Satan exists, right? Sure. Yeah. So I turned out okay, in the end. <laughs> I guess. As far as we know. As long as you're not that <laughs> priest guy who got thrown into the pit of hell at the end. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, he was trying a... to bring hell to earth anyway, so it's, true. it's kind yeah. of what he was hoping for. Yeah, yeah, he, so it he, did. He, it worked he, out well for everybody. He went to, yeah. <laughs> I also liked the wedding videographer. He was classic. Who, yeah. Yeah. There's always that character in these movies who, who knows what's going on early on and is trying to convince everybody. And he was definitely that character. At one point, he said that he had an ear for language because he was a videographer. And I mean, Colin, I know you've done some, some recording. Right. And I just have to yeah. ask, do you have an ear for language? No, nothing like reverse English or anything <laughs> like that. You can't I'm... identify Latin, not Latin, just by hearing. I, I think the difference between English backwards and Latin would be pretty obvious. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. It sounded obvious. So. I just couldn't buy it because as a videographer, he was okay with the wind and all that stuff. <laughs> the shot that he would frame up and everything, yeah. and he went on about how he, he was, you know, like a tour, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, he yes. was going to get the shot, and then it's freak tornado comes in and ruins it. He was pretty cool about it, and I know that a lot of <laughs> videographers would be pissed. Well, I feel like that's a traumatic scene he got to shoot it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah. He did get the guy getting sucked up pretty well. He <laughs> yeah, framed that well. Yeah. 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 Who was that? Uncle Scott? Uncle Scott. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't know he made, made it. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> My next question is for both of you. We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but is parenting, in fact, hell? Which is sort of what this movie was indicating. Somewhat. I mean, all of those bad things they talk about, kids pooping in drawers and all that, that happens. <laughs> it really does. I did notice you were laughing pretty hard during that part. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, like... I'm totally sorry that you called a kid the Antichrist. I do that all the time. Sometimes he deserves it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. The, uh, they also show, like, you know, they got the, the best dad ever ball and suddenly everything was fine and that's how parenting is it's horrible and awful and whatever and the time you're just about to freak out the kid will look at you and be like i love you and you just turn into like a puddle of goo it's the magic of children right after you try to murder them uh follow-up question (laughs) speaking of that what have you ever had to partake in or put a stop to any cult rituals involving your children? <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> Maybe? The rooms, the rooms are dirty enough sometimes, you yeah. know. It looks like there might be some crap going and, on And there, with some of know? the weird hoarding and candles and who knows. <laughs> we, we may have stopped them from opening portals to hell several times. I, I'm right. not sure. <laughs> You don't know what's buried under those layers of clothes. I wanted to get into the world of personal connections. We try to find a personal connection to each movie. I found something. Do you guys have a personal connection with this film? Sure, yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know if it's personal, but this movie was kind of cool because it had, they had performers in there that you could say, hey, I recognize that one person Uh from somewhere. And you could never really understand or remember where they were. (laughs) So, I'm sorry, for the whole movie, I'm like, I recognize that person. I don't know their name. I know Mm -hmm. where they're from. Yeah. And uh, so that's... I really and I enjoyed that. I guess one of the, the <laughs> things that I like fun. doing is saying, "Okay, I know this guy. He was in that movie, which was awesome. He was played this person, whatever." And yeah. 
and I just couldn't do it this time because they just had those faces but no names. All the actors Mm -hmm. you know their faces and not their names. Exactly. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's all actors and actresses. What about your personal connection, Mike? Well, I'm kind of afraid it's actually your personal connection. When uh, Well, that would be weird. <laughs> we're the same person. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> Just so our listeners know, I imagine solely she's not a real person. I don't actually exist. She doesn't exist. You're not actually hearing anything that I'm saying. You're just hearing Mike's no, half of this I'm, conversation. No, I'm doing two voices. <laughs> really good. Oh. Yeah, you're doing it real well. It's this a, time you're doing four voices. I'll bet they can oh. make a great horror movie off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty terrified. Okay, so what's our personal connection? <laughs> our personal connection is when they went to bed and had Lucas come to their bed with them, and he's laying in the middle between them, and he's kind of growling in his sleep, <laughs> pushing his fist into Gary's neck, yes. and I'm like, that's huzzah in our bed every night. When that, every when that, night. When that happened and the kid was growling and whatnot, I'm like, that's not even evil. Kids just do that. Yeah. 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 Yep. I am sure if my father is listening to this right now, he is thinking about the many times when I was very young and we would go on road trips and things, I would end up whapping him in the face with a fist in the middle of the night or, you know, <laughs> kicking him or whatever, you know. I, yeah. I As a youngster, I, I slept not quietly. <laughs> um, yeah, so Huzzah definitely does that to me, like, every single night. Yeah, he's obnoxious. Actually, actually hitting me with his fist. I'm on a, on a more serious note. This movie really talked about stepdads and their relationships with their stepchildren and a real connection. So I come from a family tree with many branches and splits and whatnot. Um, I have step parents and all kinds of things going on in my family. So I know like the whole blended family thing is tricky. There's a lot that goes on in combining families. So I have that personal connection. Mike, you don't have no. experience with that in your anywhere in your immediate family. That's interesting. No. We're from the 50s. So what's interesting is when I was a kid, I was one of the first people that I knew, like one of the few people in my class who had any kind of divorce in their family. Mm-hmm. And I think now your family would is the more rare situation. Yeah, That's bunch interesting. of weirdos. <laughs> for sure <laughs> I don't think you that's not what you're supposed to take at oh, oh. <laughs> it makes sure. sense to me you'll notice I'm not totally disagreeing or anything right right <laughs> so I think that the whole blended families whether it's through divorce or remarriage for whatever reasons or adoption or anything like there's a lot of that these days it's this like the the allegory that this movie was based on is something that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. No, um, and it's a good point that they made in the book in, in the movie is is that yeah, even though you came there a little late, you know, the the stepfather came mm-hmm. a little late. They just had to be there and there was, you know, love and everything turned out okay in the end because yeah. they put that effort forward. Right. Which is a good that's the goal him. anyway. Yeah. I didn't stab him. Right. Yeah. I think that's that's step one. It's really what kids need is love and to not be stabbed. Fewer stabbings. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although no. I, I can understand why you'd want to stab a kid sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, then it, and it is really important not to. Really important. No matter how much you want to. Bare yes. minimum. Then you can yes. be, grow from there. For sure. But I, I, I think you're right. I think that, you know, like the whole symbolism of 
they're falling into the pit of hell and Gary was like, I'm not leaving you. And he went with him rather than giving up on him. That was the whole key is, you know, you get kids who are a little messed up and... And bury you. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that happens. Bury you alive in a sandbox. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a sandbox. <laughs> yeah. A really big sandbox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and really deep. <laughs> and it apparently had a coffin in it. <laughs> no, that was his uh, boxcar racer box. Oh, that, yep. And you see, you rolled oh. it. The wheels were there, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, dragged them. Yeah. I totally missed that. Thank you for pointing that out. Here yeah. to interpret. I really, I was like, I, and, and I didn't even question it all that much, but that he just had a coffin to put him inside. <laughs> the, the moment they were bringing that box inside, I'm like, oh, that's what he was buried in. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think that this kid was actually possessed or was it all symbolism was it perspective like there was a point where i was like oh we're gonna realize we're gonna we're learning that this kid's not actually as bad as it seems it's just you know the whole tension in the relationship you know i think there's a great allegory of kids being influenced by their biological father that's not a good influence yeah (laughs) yes and and they're not actually evil themselves but they're acting upon what they're hearing from, from the parent sure. that's absent. Sure, I think that's a very common thing. But Lucas, specifically, was this a movie that was pure symbolism and allegory and all of that? Or was Lucas actually the son of Satan? I believe he was supposed to actually be the son of Satan, which is what made him so vulnerable to being possessed. Your thoughts, Mike? Well, I would just make the warm red body paint argument. (laughs) (laughs) It seems pretty clear that that's how you get the son of Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Colin, your take on it? Yeah, I mean, they they definitely played it up for the... the, the, the scene where he goes up to tuck him in. Uh, Gary goes up to tuck Lucas in. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they definitely played it for the creep factor. You know, the lights yeah. went out. And sure. you saw the, the painting on the walls and all that stuff. And, the uh, lion asking for him to play. Yep, <laughs> exact creepy dolls, uh-huh. you know. Always bad. But it could have been just written away because it was dark out. It was raining. Blood. He was imagining things, you know. <laughs> Not cool, Lucas. <laughs> Not cool. That's right. <laughs> So I was leaning toward that it really, you know, was mostly allegorical, mostly symbolism. But then at the very end, I think it was pretty clear that Lucas was using his cult endowed powers to win that uh, Pine Derby. What are those things called? Boxcar. Boxcar thing. I think think that was the whole like, hold on, because he was going to use some kind of the same powers he used to bring the tornado to the wedding and kill his teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, those seem like they're oh. really big yeah. things to use your powers for. So using it for something as simple as, like, steering your boxcar, is yeah. that is that possible? That's good parenting. <laughs> use the tools that you have, you know? Sure. Learning learning how to, how use, to use your powers for good instead of evil. Which really oh, is a large portion of parenting, right? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> you totally just reminded me of the fact that his teacher threw herself out the window onto a fence and yeah. totally died. Totally. And he brought a tornado to the wedding and sucked up a significant number of the guests. Like, okay, I was feeling like, oh, oh Lucas was just misunderstood. <laughs> and it, I, mm. Now I'm feeling, now I'm a little unsure about him again. Mm-hmm. Huh. A little unsure. A little he unsure. He only killed tons of people, no big deal. <laughs> just, just tons. 
that's all. And it's and, you know, it, like, the previous stepfathers. Oh, right. With, yeah. like, the mulching accident. And the lightning strike. And, and then true. the dude who's clearly suffering <laughs> some kind of mental breakdown in the church. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just so afraid in that church. I mean, the faces they were all making in there. <laughs> They're dealing with something. Right. So, the, the priest who brought them back to talk to this ex... Yeah. tells them at the beginning, he's like, all right, I'll bring you back there. Don't speak a word. And then they get back there, and they're all talking, and like, yeah. like that was never said. Like, why? Why? Right. Why? It was interesting. Or maybe he was afraid that the guy with the mental breakdown would send them after somebody who would kill the boy and open the portal, which is exactly what he did. <laughs> is did exactly what he did. Definitely happened. <laughs> is exactly... So Gary had a nice group of friends, other stepdads, who were to- totally had his back. I mean, except for that one night when it was past Al's bedtime and <laughs> Al had, had like, yeah, yeah, he was going to get cranky and and had uh, had to get up uh, crosswalk, crosswalk duty, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, understandable, but otherwise they totally had his back mm-hmm. through the whole movie, and they just met him. Which was great. Yeah, That's very supportive. Support. Yeah. Have you found that parents are generally supportive of one another? Actually, it's my single friends who are more supportive because my friends that have kids have lots of kids and they don't have time to, <laughs> like, they're like, you take care of yours, I'll take care of mine. <laughs> right? You, I mean, we have a lot in common and we can talk for the 10 minutes in between having to each take care of our own crews. <laughs> yeah. Sure. How about you, Colin? Do you have a good dad system? Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, <laughs> not. I mean, good stepbrother Ryan, of course. He's a good example, and he helps out a lot. I don't want to undermine that. I want to make that very clear that he is. Uh, uh, stepbrother or brother-in-law? What did I say? Stepbrother. He's brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Amy's okay. brother. Other than that, there's really not a um, a support network for. I don't know. Not my guys, anyway. You know, it's, yeah. I imagine it's tough, like for the same reasons that you said, you know, people get very busy with well, what they got going on. And if you have six kids and your friend has six kids and you have to line up meeting like at a park between nap times <laughs> right. Right. and their different schedules, you know, somebody's obviously going to show up late. And just about the time you need to take your kids home, that's when they show up. Right. Well, we have know. yet to find a good support system for, for ourselves parenting. Huzzah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you need some, some shoulder to cry on, or, right. uh, you know. Right. Sometimes. We also own a cat. We'll, we'll be your support <laughs> system. <laughs> it's true. Sharing the highs and the lows. <laughs> when they yeah. sit on your chest when you're sleeping. Oh, yeah. And then when they box your ears while you're sleeping. Yes. <laughs> well, to delve into the craft of the film. Yes. I noticed there were multiple Edgar Wright transitions in this movie where... You know, they would suddenly, like when they went to go get some beers out of the fridge, it would go, and then they were there. Mm-hmm. And that was straight out of Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead or whatever. Sure. So they were yeah. going that, for that style. Yeah, they would, went to get beers or whatever, and then the, the pool cue cracked and yeah. Yep, yeah. poured them, and they, you got them. They're right in front of them. Yep. <laughs> click, click, click. I kind of like that, though. Yep. I thought the, the casting for the child was terrible, because I thought he was 12 <laughs> until they said he was 5. Yeah. yeah. I was confused, too. I'm like, 
because they were spelling like clown and stuff in front of him they're like spelling out words and i'm like wait a minute this kid doesn't know how to spell yet like how old is he so like yeah i clearly thought he was more like 10 at least yeah no, he did not look that young. also how did he have the strength to pull the stepdad outside and bury him and i mean he, he was big enough obviously he looked like a 12 year old a 12 year old could do that but a five-year-old probably couldn't getting some help from his from his dad, you know? <laughs> from his bio dad. He's got powers. <laughs> I mean, he could call up a whole tornado. I feel like there's some some tools that <laughs> mini tornadoes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hovercraft. It's a vacuum oh. or something, right? Yeah. That I do not know why that reminded me, <laughs> but. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good system. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why that exactly reminded me. But I did notice and jot down as we were watching that one of the first laughs the movie got from the two of you was when Gary was in the principal's office and the clacker thing. There's a name for it, right? What is that thing yeah, called? Something uh, cradle. Uh, oh, yeah. New- Newton's, Newton's cradle. cradle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the Newton's cradle suddenly stops. Right. And I I found it amusing that this, like, breaking of the laws of physics was the first thing that made both of you crack up. The dread right there. Like, whoa, something's not right here. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That is not right. how the universe works. I have had those kind of experiences with kids, though, where, like, something will just go wrong, and you're like, but that's not even physically possible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, kids are scary. <laughs> That's why they make so many horror films about them. Yeah. Right? Well, and that, on that note, this movie, very similar to The Reaping, which we reviewed last year, only it's kind of the opposite of that movie. We had a whole discussion about, in that movie, the girl, She as soon as she found out the kid was evil, she's like, all right, I got to stab her to death. That's how it is. And she <laughs> went for it, and she was going to do it. And we had a whole discussion about how crazy and wrong that is to just be like, Okay, guess we're going to kill the kid. Guess you have to die now. And this movie took the opposite road. Yeah. Better? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think. <laughs> yes, because obviously it worked. It was the right thing to do. And even if you do have to kill the kid, you should at least pause and be like, but that's wrong <laughs> before doing it. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Is you don't want to yeah. dive right in. I feel like there was one that we watched already this month that had parents who like really quickly jumped to the this person is clearly possessed and needs to oh i'm thinking of june again because yeah pretty quickly there were some leaps to like oh yep she's clearly possessed and i'm like wait a minute (laughs) there are explanations for what's (laughs) happening here they're not true but i feel like you would go to those first before demon possession yeah that's what I like about a good horror flick, though, is that if they have those different layers, like, keep you second-guessing, you know? Yes. Is the old lady crazy? Or is, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, your, what is it, The Visit, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, that was a big thing. Or is it whatever, you know? And so that keeps the, the, the unease, the... Not that this was... It, this was not a horror flick. It, <laughs> it was a comedy... All the way through, I yeah. thought I they played up the they played up the horror, the the darkness and everything yeah. for laughs. And Adam Scott is, I think he's hilarious <laughs> yeah, in everything he does. <laughs> his so. facial expressions are so great, and yep. even like his like just his awkward body movements. <laughs> I'm like, he makes me feel awkward just watching him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree that this is this was not a horror, but it was a comedy horror. Mm-hmm. I mean. 
and with the was, emphasis on the comedy. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe maybe that's why it was a little easier to go for the. Uh, well, you could just drown the kid in the, you know, right. whatever, you know. Just uh, put yeah, sand I thought that was right. super dark. Wings. That was. <laughs> I mean, right. when they talked about it, that's funny. But when he actually was sitting on the slide, <laughs> wrapping weights around this kid, <laughs> like, this is a bad place for a comedy to be going. <laughs> this is not you right. Feel like it should be flashing at the bottom, like, do not put sand weighted water wings on right. your children. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe it, that beat was a little dark. It was yeah. dark. Well, and I mean, the teacher, and the like, teacher, poured yeah. lie in her own face and jumped out the window to her death. I mean, yeah. that was pretty dark, too. A little bit. And yet they presented it in a way that made you laugh. Yeah. Which sort of says something about us, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now comes the great part at the end of our review, you guys, where we get to do the... Mikey, why don't you start us off with our patented out of five system? You need to start because they don't know how our patented system it, works. It it's is very... a unique system that no one else uses. Right. No one else is even allowed to use because of the patent. Right. So I can understand that you guys wouldn't know how it works. But I feel a little guilty making my own measurement. Right. No, you go the ahead. unit. Get started. No, I think you should do it. Yeah. This is a lot of pressure. This movie, I believe, is... It was pretty fun. It was a funny movie, but it wasn't great. It wasn't, like, blowing my mind or changing my life. And didn't have any big twists, although it did twist a bit. It was not what I expected at the end from the start. So, overall, I feel that on our patented rating system, I should give it 3.5 earthworms out of 5. (laughs) Wait, nose earthworms or pile in the hand earthworms? I think you can use either kind. It's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. Shall we go around the circle? Colin, what would you rate oh, this movie? Man. Yeah, it was a middling movie, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't the best comedy. It wasn't the best horror flick, but it definitely got some belly laughs. There was, because Adam Scott's great. It was great seeing Sally Field in there. You know, <laughs> yes, that's right. Out of nowhere, right? <laughs> and so that kind of boosted up a bit. So yeah, I'll definitely give it a three. Earthworm? Yeah. Is that what you said? Three earthworms. Earthworms yeah. out of five. Yeah. Awesome. I would say as a horror flick, I would only give it two earthworms out of five. Yeah. But as yeah. a comedy, I would give it a four. <laughs> All right. Okay. So are you are you actually giving it two scores or are you I'm going to give it two. If you're looking it for the horror, it's a two. Okay. If you're looking for a comedy, go for it. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Very good lines. I actually totally agree with that. I tend to try to do my scores based on whether I think people should watch the movies that we're rating. I feel like people should definitely watch this movie. I don't know that people looking for horror movies should watch this well, movie. So it's not scary. Yeah, so I think that uh, two for horror, four for comedy is a really good a good rating there. For the sake of being able to put down a single number for my rating though i am going to average right for our spreadsheet i'm going to average that to a three all right i'm afraid that's it for little evil thank you to amy and colin for joining us you guys are amazing guests thanks for having us over you're the best guests we've had all month (laughs) (laughs) i feel honored wow that's high praise thank you no problem we're happy to have you all right and Hazel was even quiet that was nice (laughs) 
Yeah, he was mostly quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and that means we will see you tomorrow with another movie. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, uh, five, six, Minus six, five, six. It's kind of where I like to put it. <laughs> y e e e um. <laughs> See, we're professionals.